Tarkir, a plane of tumultuous violence. Its history has been written and rewritten, forged in dragonfire and cast in blood. It's at times been a land of soaring winged beasts, at times a land of duplicitous cons, but always a land roiled by ambition's consequence. In a time now lost, Tarkir's dragons died out, and from their bones arose five great clans whose cons carved the plain, with fortunes shifting as desert sands. Conflict was constant between them, connivance rare. The cons moved against another to claim land and glory. Their character, their conviction, and their reverence towards the ancient form of the dragon shaped the Khanates under their rule, bestowing upon each clan a distinct worldview, unique strengths, and unforeseen weaknesses. One such clan embraced the dragon's endurance, symbolized in its impenetrable scale. This clan, comprised of disparate family houses, is nonetheless united. Bound by ties of duty and honor that transcends any boundary, they are a desert people, hardened into diamond by the rough sands of the shifting wastes, polished by the tempestuous winds into a lustrous beacon of civilization in a land otherwise barren. They are masters of siegecraft, erecting mobile fortresses, carving impregnable bastions that withstand any storm. They are unbreakable warriors guided in combat and politics by ancestral spirits they revere. They provide stability, safety, security to the dunes that shifts as the fortunes of the Khans rise and fall. They are the Abzan Houses. Though they live in a time that has not seen dragons for ages, the clans of Tarkir are exposed to their memories through ossified remains and distant wisdom. Each clan views the dragon as a sublime being and fully embraces one aspect of its character. The Abzan Houses are a confederation of families bound together by blood, honor, and need to endure where no other clan would, deep within the sweltering windswept dunes of Tarkir's shifting wastes. Endure, a word, an action the Abzan so perfectly personify, symbolic of the dragon's scale. Like the scale, they are impervious to the hostile desert the dangers of which are apparent in the card Sandblast, whose flavor text reads, In the shifting wastes, more are killed by sand than by steel. Like the scale that protects the dragon's body, the Abzan dwell behind protective battlements, tall watchtowers, and sturdy screen walls on display in the card Dazzling Ramparts. Its text reveals the sanctuary such structures offer. When Anafenza holds court under the first tree, the gates of Merek are sealed. No safer place exists in all of Tarkir. But for the Abzan, the scale is more than an intangible symbol. It can be felt and seen in the scaled armor and hardened shields supplied to house warriors. They are a strong reminder that what endures, survives. The Abzan are deeply seated in white mana and its aspects of unity, duty, honor, solidarity. This clan learned long ago that individual ambitions succumb to the desert. Self-preservation is only possible through community and cooperation. Harshness of environs has bred a clan that sees the benefit of the one through actions that enable the many. Company is so integral to the Abzan way of life that thoughts of solitude, of isolation, are nightmares to be avoided at all cost. This sentiment is heard in the flavor text of Dune Blast, which reads, The Abzan turned to this spell only as a last resort for its inevitable result is what they most dread, to be alone. White mana offers protection and bolsters forces. Abzan armies are as numerous as the desert sands. Their blades are sharpened by battle, their armor brilliant in the blinding sun. 
We see this on display in cards like Abzan Battle Priest and Feet of Resistance, whose text reads, Dragons are extinct on Tarkir, but Abzan magic still emulates their endurance. White mana is supplemented by green, which is at first a peculiar color of mana to be found in a land largely devoid of natural abundance. Behind the dazzling walls, each Abzan fortress is a resplendent oasis in the desert, bursting with vegetation and sustenance, which we see in the card Sheltered Airy. Green shares with white a sense of selflessness, a swallowing of pride for the greater good all Abzan houses exemplify. Green also prides itself on resilience, strength, and endurance. As the clan is shaped by the desert, so too is their resolve bolstered, which we see in cards like Dragonscale Boon. Their reliance on war beasts and pack animals for times of violence also lends the Abzan a strong connection to green mana. Altruism and reverence towards the natural world are tempered by the presence of black mana. Ambition stains the Abzan court, whose families show a united front against foes, but also partake in intrigues amongst another for superiority. Abzan most reflect black mana in not only the embrace of death, but its worship. Spirits bridge the gap of expiration and link living Abzan houses to their ancestors long past. This death magic is harnessed by the clan to gain strength as seen in Kintree Invocation, or to leech life from enemies, highlighted in Ancestral Vengeance, whose flavor text reads, The defenses of the Abzan extend well beyond the walls of their fortresses. When combined, the colors of white, green, and black engender within the Abzan a culture that is honest and just, reverent towards nature and the life hereafter, and brutally ruthless for the greater good. Their endurance in the shifting wastes is symbolized in the Outlast mechanic, which grants incremental strength to survive future hardship. We see this in the ability to gain plus one plus one counters and to impart other beneficial effects. They are led by the energetic Anafenza, and the Abzan's durability is summarized perfectly in Abzan Banner. Stone to endure, roots to remember. For the Abzan, one word more than any other is weighed by hallowed significance, directs their actions, and acts as the foundational bedrock of the clan. That word is family. The Abzan itself is composed of several great houses, individual families whose members work seamlessly within to bring great honor to the house, and who cooperate with other families to promote clan welfare. In the harsh desert where nothing but death is abundant, family offers a haven of protection, support, community for one who would otherwise perish. The notion of family ties and blood bonds connect all Abzan who call another siblings regardless of heredity. As trust and loyalty are bred from family lines, any breach is seen as a heinous betrayal to both house and clan. The Abzan hold dutiless and deceptive members in utter contempt, which we hear in the flavor text of Merciless Executioner. He enjoys his work, for he sees only the worst Abzan criminals, those who betray their own kin. More grave than death for a clan member is to be disowned by one's house. This severs them from security and support, leaving them in vulnerable, miserable isolation. This we see in the card Disowned Ancestor, whose flavor text reads, Long after death, the spirits of the disowned continue to seek redemption among their Abzan kin. While disownment is saved for the most vile, adoption is utilized to welcome promising orphans into the house and is viewed as a high honor. They are called Krumar, and they work with industry to serve the family. We see them in Krumar Bonkin, whose text highlights this transition. The Abzan replaced my savagery with a noble heritage. I would give my life for my house. 
Just as family is the bedrock for the clan, the Abzan are the stable foundation of Tarkir, policing borders and ensuring peace amongst other clans. The salt road crisscrosses the shifting wastes, and trade routes extend to the plains' far reaches. Caravans bring exotic wares while armed patrols maintain safety. We see this in Salt Road Quartermaster and Salt Road Patrol. The meandering paths merge in Abzan's capital city of Arashan, where Anafenza presides over the Amber Throne. It's guarded by the impregnable fortress of Mer'ek, on stone walls of which sit deadshot archers and dangerous assassins like the Nightblade. Several citadels stud the wastes from which formidable Abzan garrisons patrol to protect their house, illustrated in Secure the Wastes, whose text reads, The shifting wastes provide our clan eternal protection. It is our duty to return the favor. The root of family grows deep. Its trunk is strong. Its branches extend beyond the physical and connect those living to ancestors of the past long dead. This concept manifests in the reverent kin tree prominent in Abzan houses. Kin trees are sacred plants whose growth is fostered by fallen members of the family. When life ends and Abzan's ashes are fed to the tree and their name is inscribed on its branches, this mystical rite binds the spirit to the kin tree where it remains to offer guidance, benevolence, and peace for future generations. This sentiment is passed in the illustration of Fruit of the First Tree, which shows an ethereal person passing from life and reads, I will be the ancestor my descendants call upon for aid. On that day, I will take up my sword for my family once more. In the card Retribution of the Ancients, we see the power that invoked spirits possess as they guard living house members. With such blessed sanctity bestowed upon the kintry, it's in Abzan's highest duty, supreme honor, to guard it with their life. This duty is typically given to the firstborn in a house. We see their solemn station in Warden of the First Tree and Kintry Warden, whose seriousness in his charge is heard in the flavor text. The amber of the tree and the blood of my veins are the same. The concept of family supersedes all boundaries tangible and intangible. The Abzan houses are host to many races, all united in purpose, which we see illustrated in the card Incremental Growth. Humans are the most prevalent race stationed at all levels of society and adaptable to the needs of the clan as warriors, priests, and advisors. Tarkir's unique hound folk, called Einok, are native to the shifting wastes. They are hardened survivalists who have managed to thrive in the hostile desert. Their endurance so astonished the Abzan that they were joyfully adopted into the family, which is relayed in the flavor text of Dragonscale Boon. When we were lost and weary, the Einoch showed us how to survive. They have earned the right to call themselves Abzan, and to wear the scale. Einoch are scouts and guides for Abzan patrols, fierce soldiers, and gamekeepers for the clan's siege behemoths seen in Abzan Beastmaster. As mentioned, spirits are deeply connected to the Abzan way, and offer protective boons to their descendants, seen in the card Abzan Ascendancy. Many orcs also number among Abzan ranks. This race of sturdy, physically imposing creatures is a product of adoption after battle. Most all orcs are fostered as Krumar, but this often fills them with a dedication that far outstrips a native clansman. We hear the unyielding Krumar story in its flavor text. The man whom I call father killed the orc who sired me, offering his world and his blade in return. Abzan are supplemented in battle by a menagerie of war beasts, 
massive siege rhinos, and barely domesticated battlefront Khrushchev tear through enemy defenses, while indefatigable elephants and mastodons are used as pack beasts, often carrying entire bastions, as is the case in Ivory Tusk Fortress and Map the Wastes. The Abzan War Machine is truly devastating. For the Abzan, the time of Khans has passed into impossible myth, this branch of reality severed by the actions of Sarkhan Vol. Their fate, much like that of the other clans, has been reforged. Their new reality, dominated by soaring, voracious, and savage dragons, no longer extinct. With the invigoration of dragonstorms on Tarkir, the clans found themselves not merely engaged in intrigue amongst another, but in a struggle for existence against rapacious, implacable dragon broods. With the subsequent confall, the clans were swallowed and subsumed by draconic overlords, their ultimate fates dependent on the whims of such powerful creatures. A violent maelstrom not even the Abzan could endure descended upon the shifting wastes and whipped the sands into frenzy. From it emerged the dragonlord Dromoka and her brood, who bathed the land in dragonfire. They persecuted and slaughtered the great houses with such malice that the Abzan fell to the brink of oblivion. How could such noble creatures the clan saw as fortitude manifest carry out such atrocity? The Khan, Dagadar, learned the impetus behind Dromoka's attacks stemmed from his clan's ancestral worship. The Dragonlord abhorred the death magic surrounding Abzan Kintries as anathema to the natural order, and her brood worked tirelessly to excoriate this dark stain. Dagadar acted with haste to avoid complete destruction of his clan, outlawing the practice of ancestral worship, burning Kintries, and killing all who opposed the decrees. A contingent of true Abzan followed their last Khan, Rehan, but isolated and vulnerable, suffered death for their beliefs. The rest were slowly integrated into Dromoka's placated brood and lost their connection to black mana. In the aftermath of Dromoka's purge, her brood sought not to subjugate and rule prisoners through fear, but through intimate benevolence and compassion. We hear this in the flavor text of Ereshin Sovereign. Dromoka dragons foster trust among their subjects, while the other clans must spend their time quelling rebellion. Her tact of deploying trust and community proves fruitful and creates a clan where dragons lead their servants to united greatness. The strength of the bond is heard in the flavor text of Dromoka Warrior. Dromoka has regard for the humans who serve under her. In return for her protection, they obey with steadfast loyalty, acting as weapons for her and her scale lords against the other clans. And again we hear it in Dragonlord Dromoka herself. Dromoka's followers forsake blood ties so that they may join a greater family. For their services, members of the clan are given gifts of dragon scale, the highest honor, an accolade symbolic of endurance and sacrifice, seen in cards like Scale Blessing and Dromoka's Gift. These laurels are exemplified in the bolster mechanic, which imparts strength on the meek, honor on the righteous. Without the corrupting stain of black mana's ambition, Clan Dromoka is stalwart in community, shared growth, and pure values. But not all is peace. A secret sect continued to worship the Abzan spirits of old and foment resentment against the Dragon Lord. They plant kin trees in hidden locations, offer their service, and seek guidance. This is seen in Echoes of the Kintree, whose flavor text reads, Even after Anna Fenza was executed, Many secretly maintain their beliefs in the old ways. Abzan, a name synonymous with family, duty, honor, and above all else, endurance. They carved an oasis within the inhospitable sands, thriving where all else died. 
Their houses provided stability. Their armies ensured peace. Their very memory evoking the dragon's scale. But they have been consigned to myth, forgotten to history, usurped by the dragon lords. Their kin trees burnt, their spirits no longer entreated. There are some who yet remain that remember the dogged resilience, what it means to be Abzan. Thanks so much for watching and listening to this video on the Abzan houses, and stay tuned for following videos discussing Tarkir's other clans. Now I want to hear from you. Let me know your thoughts on Anafenza and the Abzan, Dromoka and her brood, as well as suggestions for future videos in the comments below. And if you're a fan of lore and storytelling, be sure to subscribe to the channel, check out the podcast or the blog, where content is uploaded frequently. I want to thank my amazing supporters over on Patreon, who make all of this possible, and I couldn't do it without their fantastic support. If you'd like to become a lore luminary for access to me, a great community, written scripts, and early video drops, head to patreon.com slash thelorebrarians to learn more. Until next time, go forth and explore the lore.